What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Freaking Work with your girls, Gail, the snail, and, and me. Sophia the rat. Sophia the rat. Sophia the rat is currently recovering from like 18 million days of travel, running off of no sleep, so she can't be held accountable for what she says on this podcast. <laughs> People that are new here are probably so confused when they find out our names are not Gail and yeah. Sophia. So basically, in case you were wondering, we're basically just suffering from a ongoing identity crisis <laughs> um, at any given time when you listen to this um, to this podcast. It's great. It... I think it's a no judgment zone Absolutely. unless your name is Jessica. And then <laughs> other than that, like we're just really, we're welcoming. Yeah. We're both drinking coffees today. Like we don't do that in the studio. I think the roles are reversed because I'm drinking Starbucks and you're drinking matcha. I mean, Dunkin'. You're drinking, I'm a drinking Starbucks matcha. matcha. I'm drinking Dunkin'. What are you drinking? It looks good. I don't want to talk like about the color. it. It's embarrassing. It's is like, it? it's like, <laughs> it's like his cream and like fifteen pumps of coconut. But like that's seventy eight pumps of like almond. I literally was so I had Michael drive me in to record tonight. <clears throat> Ooh, she's high maintenance. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Well, when I landed earlier, I um was like, wait a second, Michael didn't pick me up from the airport, and then I like <gasps> remembered that like couples do that for each other, <laughs> but like we don't. Okay, so question if you're flying michael would have to quit his job in order to chauffeur you around if that were the case yeah true so i guess i do travel a lot so that's correct like if like i have friends who travel once a year and then their significant other will pick them up yeah like i couldn't ask that's me every time so i have a question though you go on a trip correct for business pleasure you name it you come back Mm -hmm. is mystery man picking you up at the airport every time um, so if it's for business, no, because I can expense that. And I actually oh. have my first business oh, trip she coming can up. Expense it. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna expense it. Why would I make him do that? But if I have to pay out of my pocket, he's one thousand percent picking me up. Okay, so expensing or not though. And dropping you, me off. Don't you feel like it's an act of love to pick someone up? Um, yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Like no, I take it personally if you don't cancel all your plans and make yourself available to Right. Take okay, to the airport. so Michael, if you're listening, I'm not saying you don't love me. It's not what I'm trying to get at. I genuinely like, it's it's both of us. Like if he's traveling, I don't think to get him from the airport. Wait, but he's on sabbatical. So what was he doing? <laughs> he told me was he, he sleeping in another parking me, lot? He told <laughs> like, me, he told me was, did he mean to pick you up but so fell asleep? I get like, out. I get out to like the cab line and I text him and I was like, wait, it was actually very funny. <laughs> he said, where are you? <laughs> I actually like I had this like moment so you have a lot of I get moments. off my I get off my flight and I'm like you know landed babe and he's like oh yeah like great um and then I said <laughs> great <laughs> um we're paraphrasing here so I said all right like I'm getting in a taxi now and then all of a sudden I text him again I said it hit me that you could have come and gotten me <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> and then he said, no, I couldn't. And I said, why? Because I'm watching The Godfather. Oh, my. I mean, that's about as worse of an excuse as you can get. I Look, I think I would have preferred the sleeping in the car <laughs> over watching The Godfather. Right? I'm Yeah. And then he goes, I figured you'd understand. Oh. Like, I, oh, I understand perfectly. I just, I think that there's different types of relationships. There's the relationships yeah. where you get each other from the airport. And then there's the relationships that you don't. And I'm not saying that one's better than the other. I'm just <laughs> saying that like everyone has their thing. Like I'm sure there's things Michael and I do that other couples don't do. Like That's what? Cute. Can you think of one? I'd I, love to know. I have an example. Okay, great. <laughs> this is actually really bad. Okay, so 
we were in Miami over the weekend. Mm -hmm. The whole weekend. I'm like, all I want to do is buy a one hotel hat from the gift shop. Okay. And not much to ask for. Really cute. They have like baseball hats. And did you get me one? Well, no, but no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just had to clear that the whole time. There's like a light blue one. There's a white one with like blue writing on it. So cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. It's gonna like be the perfect contrast to my hair. I was talking about it all weekend. <laughs> Michael's like, shut up and just get the hat. So the last night, I get the hat. I'm like trying them all on, making sure it's perfect. Um, the next morning, I was taking like an early morning flight out of Miami to fly to Nashville because work. I was going on a work trip. Um, so I left first and then Michael left like a few hours later. I get to the airport immediately. I was like, oh my God, I, I can't find my hat anywhere. I must have left it behind at the hotel room. I'm like, Michael, I'm freaking out. I tore apart all my bags. I can't find the hat. I don't know what to do. And I was like, this is so upsetting. It's like literally like the thing I was looking forward to most, like obviously being really dramatic. And <laughs> he was like, all right, I'll check the hotel. He's like checking the hotel room. And he's like, I'm sorry, baby, I can't find it. It's not here. And I was like, oh, like what a bummer. Forget about it. Um, and then I get in, I get to Nashville. I work all day. I get home and I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab, go grab dinner. And I open my suitcase and the hat is just right, <laughs> right there. Wow. And I was like, oh, shit, like awkward. I kind of made Michael check the whole hotel room. So I sent him a really cute like selfie of myself, like going, going to dinner with my hat on, being like, LOL, babe, surprise. He texts me back and goes, are you kidding me? And he sends me a photo of a hat. He had gone to the gift shop and bought me another one. Oh, so I can have it. <laughs> That's why I said, yeah, no, but yeah. Um, Is this the hat? No, but that one's nice. Oh, they have them online. There's one that's um. Well, it's it's like that same style. It's white with like light blue writing. It's really pretty. Mm. But, anyways, he had bought me one, which I just thought was really cute of him to think to do. Like he just instantly you, was like, "I'm gonna get her another one." I see that you wanted to give Michael credit. However, you could have gave yourself credit for being a really good friend and just been like, "Yes, I got you a hat." Okay. And canceled the story. Yeah, actually, Peter cut that. Um, <laughs> I got you a really nice hat. Wow. From, from the one hotel in Miami. Wow. Yeah. And you made the Uber wow. turn around to go get it and at the hotel? The, I made the Uber. <laughs> wow. You're so nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Great. How well, are you, Gail? How, I'm, how is life? I'm good. This weekend, um, we actually stayed in Boston for once, which was nice because our weekends in Boston are now limited because we'll be moving to the Burbs later. But I don't want to talk about that right now because I'll start crying. Um, but so. What do you mean you're moving to the Burbs? Cause I'm gonna be homeless come nine months. Oh yeah, yeah, true. The homeless thing. Yeah. But I think that's gonna be like fun, trendy for us. Anyways, go on. Uh -huh. We'll no. see. <laughs> so um, we decided to just like bop around. We went shopping on Newberry Street, and then we were trying to figure out what to do for dinner. And we ended up walking by. I had heard of it, but I didn't like know the name. Yeah. Fachabuta. 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 I don't know if I I'm pronouncing know if it, was it right. Or facha, facha. I'm gonna. It sounds cooler. Fachabuta. Yeah. Um, anyone who's Italian, if you want to, uh, not fact check Isn't me. your boyfriend, Ita aren't you Italian? Yes. Okay. And yes. Okay. Just wanted, <laughs> um, just wanted to it's, make so sure that was being put out there. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> Let the record show. I am fake. Um, so it's a new Italian spot on Newbury street and I had heard so many good things about it and we ended up walking by and being able to just walk right in with no reservation. And it ended up being honestly really one of like the best meals I've had in Boston in a long time. It's really like weird because I was texting you because like uh, Michael and I have been talking about that place, like wanting to go there for a while. And when I saw you were there, I was like, oh my gosh, you're there. And you were like, it's amazing. And when you said that, I was a little sketched out. I was like, who 
stole Abby's phone? Like, <laughs> is she kidnapped? Is she in danger? Like, I've never heard you say something this amazing. I, dude, I know. Well, we had sat down and before, <laughs> before we even got our food, I go to Mr. Man, I go, I want to come here for my birthday. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Are you sure you don't want to like wait? That must to... have been like a breath of fresh air for him. I know, for like me to whole... make a decision about something for once. Yeah. Um, but it was so good. Um, the spicy mark, I swapped out the mezcal because mezcal tastes like dip Smoke. spit. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that I know what dip spit tastes like, but, but like if you were if I were to, to know. Envision. Yeah, it tastes like gasoline and an ashtray. Again, whatever. Um so I swapped out the mezcal for just normal tequila. And I'm not kidding. If you like spicy margs, you have to go and get one. Like just sit at the bar. You don't even need to eat anything. Just go and get this spicy marg because it was the spiciest thing I've had marg I've ever had. Was like, that ever. one of their like specials? Like a, a It was just like on their cocktail the, list. Okay. Yeah, it was just. But it was, I don't know what made it so spicy, but I was like, wow. Because most times I get spicy marks. No, and they're like, not this spicy. Is, yeah, they're not spicy enough. Yeah, that's a good thing. I feel like every time we go out and people get spicy marks, they're never spicy. I'm yeah, like, this one, like, I was like, whoa. Like, my okay. sinuses are, yeah. Um, Engulfed in flames. Literally. Oh, also, it means ugly face, which was, like, really conflicting. So I was like... Yeah, so you know that like store called Fat Face. Yes, I always walk by and I'm like, "There's their clothes look cute, but I won't go out of principle, right?" Because I'm like, I don't want to like bring, I don't want to manifest that bad energy. energy. Yeah, like right. I don't want to like become that. Oh my god, that's so. My true. My mom used to drive a Honda Pacifica when we first moved here, <laughs> and it's like an SUV, but it's like kind of wider, and she said it made her feel like wide. She's like, it made me feel wide on the road, like fat. So she <laughs> she like it. hated the car. Oh. I just feel like everyone has those weird things. Yeah. Well, anyways, ugly face. I mean, ugly face. I might take one for the team just to, I mean, even the food, they make all their pasta in house and they even have like house made gluten free, celiac safe. Like they literally said celiac safe, not just gluten free, like pasta. And they have um a, like a wine bar in the basement that I guess is like all organic, natural, and biodynamic wines. Biodynamic. I don't know what that means. I don't either, but that's phenomenal. Right? Biodynamic. Biodynamic. Wow. <laughs> honestly, my... <laughs> Peter, just, go ahead. Biodynamic. I might, I might put that in my LinkedIn profile. Like... <laughs> that you're biodynamic. biodynamic leader. <laughs> Wait, I'm... At, <laughs> what does that mean? Biodynamic meaning. I consider myself to be biodynamic. Biodynamic is of or relating to a system of farming that follows a sustainable, holistic approach while a lot of words. Right. Honestly, though, it sounds cool. right up my alley. Yeah, totally. Because you know us. We're all about health and wellness, baby. Health is wealth. Um, all right. So, Facha Bruta. Mm -hmm. Fat phase, teeny waist, make you take it. <laughs> That was so a good whistle. Make you take a don't. What's the rest of that song? Mm. So stop or something. Hopper. I also went to, um, speaking of Newberry Street, there's, you know, Serafina on Newberry Street? Yeah. They opened one in Seaport and I, I went. It was, eh. It was, eh? So, okay. So I got the pesto pizza in, like, there was full on pieces of pine nuts on the pizza. They, they weren't like crushed or anything. They were full pine nuts. And it was just like a weird texture experience. So I wouldn't recommend the pizza, but like my drink was good. The other food was good. The inside's beautiful. Yeah, I like it. Um, 
But yeah, you just don't get the pesto pizza. Just don't. <laughs> Unless you really like pine nuts. Unless you're like a pine nut. I just, I just feel like they shouldn't be on pizza. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe it's a me problem because I am yeah. a texture girly. But you are a texture person. Like I've like learned that about you. I am a lot. I know. And it makes sense because, okay, so this is really creepy that I know this, but I feel like whenever we go out together and you either mm-hmm. have a drink or food, I'm like, how is it? You like chew it <laughs> or like swish it around your mouth for like a good 10 seconds before you, before you give me an answer. And I'm always like, what the hell is she doing? And I realize you're like, the texture is part of your grade. <laughs> like you are like measuring the texture of it and you're like chewing it, like trying to understand the texture before you give your answer versus for me, I would take a bite and instantly be like, oh yeah, I really like it. Or no, I don't based on the, like purely the flavor. You know oh, what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm not just a flavor girl. No, I'm like it takes you 10 seconds to give me an answer. And I'm 10? like, 10? That's yes, a lot of I'm seconds. I'm always like, why does it take her so long? And I realize it's because you're checking the, the texture. <laughs> Did you know this about yourself? Wait, we're getting dinner after this and I'm literally covering my <laughs> mouth with my napkin. Like, no one look at me. You're like, Shannon's creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I've also, I guess I think I'm a weird eater because someone else has told me that like I do this weird thing with my tongue when I eat too. What? I don't know. Why does your tongue like, expose while you're eating? <laughs> I didn't yeah, know like it wasn't normal. <laughs> I didn't know that was normal. I don't know. Whatever. How was your weekend? I'm really excited for this evening. Anyways, how was your weekend in it was Miami and <laughs> Nashville? Honestly, it was phenomenal. I texted Michael like three weeks ago telling him at my house I was having a mental breakdown and needed to get out. Um, <laughs> of Boston or it, just like out of... I just was like, I need to... Misery? Go. <laughs> no, like... Obviously, life is great and, like, fun and stuff, but I was, like, I just need to have, like, a moment with just you and me where we can, like, chill and not be, like, running around, like, chickens with their heads cut off. So we went to Miami, and we stayed at the one hotel, and it was just, like, the best, the best weekend ever. Like, I don't know. I feel like every time we go to Miami, it's, like, everything. I was just going to ask. Was everything this your first? is like planned out we wake up at the ass crack of dawn we're like you know getting up we're setting everything up we're we're going to brunch we're boozing we're coming home we're boozing we're getting ready for dinner we're boozing like pool parties like it's crazy um this time we went we literally like relaxed like we went to the pool and had like a pina colada and then like suntan and like took a nap and then Got ready for dinner. We'd come home and like put the hotel robes on and like fall asleep by like 11. Aww. And wake up early, go to the gym, like watch the sunrise. Like just things like that that I've always wanted to do in Miami, but I never did because I was too busy like partying. So you <laughs> Party didn't rocking. make a pit stop at SLS? We didn't. We we did wow. we did ride, ride bikes by it though and we saw it going and I was Aww. like, oh, do I go in? And I was like, no, it's not. Can't do it. Um, no SLS, no, no club? No club. No, it was honestly, we like made it a point because there was like one day where we're like, do we do it? And I was like, no, like this is literally something like I'll be so disappointed in myself if I end up going to a club or a day club after like this was supposed to be relaxing. But for those of you that haven't been, because this is my first time ever going to the one hotel. It's just like so beautiful and like aesthetically like amazing and like relaxing and it smells good. I was getting really emotional because when I was the hotel. Okay, such <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. I was getting oh emotional at the hotel because um, when I was 23, um, my sister had just turned 21, and for her 21st birthday, I bought her a trip to Miami, and I had never been before, um, and neither had she. So I got her a trip to Miami. We went to the Fountain Blue, we got her hotel room there, and like I was, I think, one year into my job, so I barely had any money in the bank, and she had, like I think, $50 in her bank account. She was like a <laughs> college kid. So between the two of us, we were not financially doing, well. <laughs> doing great and we like 
you know, I basically dumped like all my savings on like the actual hotel room and like the flights and stuff. So we didn't really account for like what we were going to do when we got there. and Like (laughs) Like just naughty or do anything. (laughs) So we get there and like we go down to the pool the first day and we order drinks and like I'm like I'll have vodka soda with well vodka and they're like that'll be $25 and at the time I was like oh my god like I can't afford this so we were like what do we do we end up like leaving the resort we go to the shitty liquor store down the street we get like a handle of like Tito's and for the rest of the trip we're making drinks in our like hotel room to those like sh- <laughs> shitty little plastic cups dumping like tap water in it and then like like hiding our drinks like under our like like hats or something and like sneaking it down to the pool like trying to drink so no one would notice because you can't do that you can't bring like outside alcohol in we were like sleep sneaking nips into the pool like so no one would notice like we were we posted on our instagram stories that we were in miami so that promoters would reach out and be like yo like got a table story tonight and like we'd show up with like 20 other girls and like just did promoters reach out yes like all that shit that everyone does when they're like 22 23 years old and you're like at a table with like 80 girls like squished into a teeny little table and you're like this is so fun (laughs) and i remember like that trip walking by one day on our way to sls the one hotel and i saw this like group of girls walk out and they looked so elegant and they looked like they had just been to like the spa and they were wearing cute outfits and i was like oh my god like that's goals and in my head i was like at some point in my life i want to go to that hotel like if i do that like i'll just be so happy and i've always thought that i've never been because every time we go we stay somewhere else so the last night michael and i were like getting back from dinner and i was like let's just sit in the lobby and just like hang out and i did and i literally like got wicked teary-eyed and he was like what is wrong with you and i was like i'm just like i don't know this is so this is so cheesy but i was just like wow like i'm just so thankful that like I'm at a point in my life where like I got to come and do this because I don't know. I feel like when you're like, you know, 22, 23, like you're, you think of things you want to do in your life. And even though it wasn't like, okay, like buying a house or buying a car, it was just like something little like that. But I was just like, you know, we do have really great lives and I feel like we don't take enough time to be like thankful for it. And I really am appreciative that I got to go do something like that at this point. So yeah, that's cute. It was good. It was like a good trip like my jordan's furniture thing it's yes. something that's like nostalgic like you remember being in those shoes and wanting to be a big girl with your big girl money and you finally did it right exactly like the couch thing like we yeah. talked about like the other week when you are just like using your you know friends parent like cousins parents like yeah. old couch from the, the 90s and then when you buy your own <laughs> first couch it's like a huge deal yeah it's like an, it's, it's, a, a, it's a mile we probably spent the same amount on the hotel and and the couch so i get it yeah i get it no i'm happy for you i also would love to stay at the one hotel that's like bucket list for sure yeah we have to go back for like a i know i want to go um okay so the house hunting i feel like we're both looking for apartments we both have nowhere to live we both are um kind of coming down to the wire (laughs) here's here's the thing i have somewhere to live but it's not ready and if it's not ready by 10 1 then i can bail and get my money back and then go live somewhere else because i like am spiral i'm spiraling right okay like, so your new build is mm-hmm. still not ready have you had any updates though like have they mm. said oh it's looking better like it's looking hopeful i mean they were like yeah it should be sometime in september but like it keeps getting pushed so like i'm like whatever i'll believe it when i see it like right. i'm just not holding my breath i don't want to be disappointed i was like honestly like the best birthday present ever to be in my apartment for oh. my birthday that's yeah, all i want that'd be amazing um it would but right now like 
I'm grateful that Mr. Man and I have, you know, a free place to say, like, we don't have to like shove all of our stuff into like a random Airbnb for the month of September and we can stay at his parents' mm -hmm. house. But it's in the suburbs. It's an hour away from where I work. You know, not ideal commute and not ideal being far from you in the city and yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So. No, definitely. I, I completely agree because I'm the same way. I have nowhere to live in September. Um, like, what are your actual plans? Do you have any? No. Because it's in like a week or two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no plans. No. Um. I can obviously stay with my parents, but they live same thing, exactly. like an hour and a half away from the city. So not ideal. Honestly, like it is, it is shitty. However, I think again, like it's nice that we do have options. I was thinking about that. Like there's some people who like, let's say you moved to Boston from like Seattle when you graduated right. college and you have no family in the area, no friends. Like, what do you do if you're like moving gets pushed out like that? Like you're kind of like you have to get a hotel or like an Airbnb. Like that's just so shitty. I don't know. And moving is so expensive as is. So yeah. it's like you don't really want to cough up. Storing your stuff is ex like yeah. everything. Um, when I first moved to Boston, I kept seeing like all those big um, like it's like storage Units? like companies. That's, that's where my stuff's in right now. And I was like, why are there so many? And then I realized, like, the more you live in the city, the more you realize that space is, like, such a priority. Like, my sister and I are looking at apartments right now. And <laughs> it's funny because the things you think about when you're, like, 22, you're like, oh, my God, this place has, like, you know, AC. AC or, like, oh, yay, this place, like, doesn't have cockroaches. And, like, oh. now it's, like... We're like, oh, it, there's only like one closet in the living room. Like you just look like I feel like space is like such a priority because you realize that there is nowhere to put your shit when you live in the city. It's insane. I know. I was thinking, honestly, like Mr. and I were talking and we might like keep our storage unit even <laughs> after we move in, but like downgrade to a smaller size because it's like Why little not? things like where are we going to store our, you know, our plastic Christmas tree. Or like your snowboard, your skis. Yeah. Like that shit takes up so much room. Yeah, and like, you're right. Like we only have, we have a bedroom closet, we have a linen closet, and then we have a hallway closet. And yeah. that's it. Exactly. And I'm stressed. Yeah, Christmas tree, like things like that that are seasonal, mm -hmm. it's paid in yes. And I also want to be one of these girls. I don't know if it's going to happen, but <laughs> I want it. Like I'm going to say it on the podcast and like Manifest. hold me accountable. Who has like, who only brings out either their summer or their winter wardrobe at a time. I've never been that You've girl. Ne really? Never. I've always admired those girls. I'm like, shit. Or when the girls have like the hangers out that just have like their display of like things they're wearing for that, like for that season. Those girls are like, oh my <laughs> they gosh. Have their like, shit together. The thing, like the things I would do to be one of those people, like I'm more of like a, you have it all out and like, have your shits on the floor. Well, that's a good flex because I'm, oh, <laughs> I was going to say that means you have a big enough closet to store it all. But True. if it's on the floor, then the know, closet's but. not enough. And I'm, I'm coming to terms with the fact that my next closet isn't going to be big enough either. But I don't know. I mean, I'll probably, I think my sister and I are looking at October 1 leases. I honestly, like, I do like being at home with my parents because like, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I, I love hanging out with them. And even though the commute does kind of stink there is like something about like i get home and instantly like my mom is like she's like hi honey like let like let me make you a coffee and like she just makes it better than i Aww. can make it little things like that are nice but um it the commute and stuff does yeah suck. so i think like a month home and then like maybe october 1st i'm hoping the prices drop 
Like I'm hoping that like September first is gonna be the per- like the peak, and then yeah. maybe prices will go down. Like things that don't because landlords are like stressed. Like oh my god, my yes. rental didn't get rented. Exactly. Like, if your yeah. place didn't get rented by September one, that's the hope because. Honestly, like, I'm starting to think, like, there's no way in hell that we can afford the seaport. Like, I used to live You in, really want to move back to seaport? Yes. Like, 100%. And live in a shoebox? Yeah. I don't care. Mm. I just love being there so much. And in my head, I was like, I want to move back, I want to move back. And, like, I used to live there. And now it's, like, even the place I used to live is, like, double the price. And I'm like, who can afford this? And I was talking to my, because I was in Nashville, and I was talking to my coworkers. And they were talking about, like, the prices of rent there. It's just so insane how different oh, in it the is South, in yeah. Boston. I was like, wow, like I might have to move to Nashville because I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You I, in Nashville? I would not. But I was just like, the fact that there's places in Seaport that like 6K a month for a two-bedroom, 7K a month for a two-bedroom. I'm like, even if you're making millions of dollars, it does not make sense to spend that much money on rent. No. Like, who is doing it? I want to know who is spend, spending that money. Like, who are you? Where did you come from? What job do you have? And what's your social security number? <laughs> and your credit card and your number. your credit card number. And your mother's maiden name. Yes. That's all. And the town that you grew up in. Yes. And can you introduce me to the right people? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I had I had seen a TikTok that said, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to, you know, gyms that are like, I don't know, like Planet Fitness or whatever, like cheaper gyms. But if you invest in going to like, an, and honestly, I have a bone to pick with this TikTok because he basically says like, if you go to a gym like Equinox or like any gym where, you know, it's, it's expensive to go to, the clientele in the gym are obviously really, really successful people. So he was like, I had met, like I go to an expensive gym and I met someone at the gym and like we networked and got an amazing job that pays like double what I'm making now. And it was like, okay. but then I was like, how realistic is that? That yeah. like, are you setting you're like making false? friends at the gym? But also like, are you saying that are now people going to go dump all their savings onto this gym in hopes that'll happen? And then it doesn't. And it like, doesn't. are you the exception or are you the rule, sir? That's a good, you know? yeah, that's a good point. But also is this person live in Boston? Cause I, I have doubt a it. huge, huge little asterisk. My solid core gym is, I think it's like 300 bucks a month or something like insane. In New York, I think, sure. Yeah, like I went to the gym and everyone was like talking to me, networking. Boston, no. I've been going to the solid core in Boston now for three months. I think two weeks ago, I had a girl tell me that she liked my sports bra for the first time. Wow. And that's the first time someone's talked to me since I went there. Aww. You go to the gym in Boston, bitches are not looking to talk to you. They like, they're like look down mind your business like don't make direct eye contact maybe the equinox is different but like any experience i've had like i've been to pure bar i've been to solid core i've been to like you name it for gyms in boston berries like i've never been approached about a business opportunity maybe i'm not putting up business opportunity vibes though (laughs) like people are probably seeing me and they're like that dumb bitch is not you probably have resting bitch face and you probably i mean we know how competitive you are so like you probably like are gonna bite someone's arm off if they talk to you when you're in the zone. I actually thought that TikTok was going to go in the direction of like, if you're a girl and you join like Equinox, like maybe the guys are rich that <laughs> are there and you can meet like your oh. boyfriend. That too. Which I like don't hate that idea. That too. Because you're probably more likely to get approached by a dude. Don't go to the Seaport Equinox though because they're all like Southie dudes that like have finance jobs and like, 
they're not making that much money yet. They're like making decent money, but like they're also <laughs> definitely getting their gym membership paid for by their company. So yeah, so am I. So like whatever. But like maybe go to like uh like There's Franklin another- Street. Yeah, I was gonna say what's the, <laughs> is there a nice what's the nicest you Chestnut have? Hill. Okay, that's kind of far. Yes, but like those are the people ugh, with houses I don't, I don't over want, like, there. A, ugh, but then like, you, see, the, the guy thing, owns property. I don't want to. I don't want to live in this in the suburbs with the guy and like the property like, but then you I can don't you can deal. manipulate him to buy a, a condo in seaport. in seaport yeah you just have to lock him down lock first. him down so go to chestnut hill to, <laughs> to lock the guy down convince him to sell his property in the, the suburbs yes and buy a and condo then buy a condo in downtown okay and then you carry the one and, and then you'll, you'll be fine. And then, I just heard that's sh- the key to happiness. <laughs> we should write like chicken noodle soup for like the teenage soul. Like we really should. Oh We're God. giving out like such good advice. I it's know. Sustainable. Oh God. Okay. So Kid Cudi, I feel like I haven't heard about Kid Cudi in a very long time. Yeah. Um, I used to bop to his songs. I'm Mojo so dope. Yeah, sing it, girl. Mm. Um, he <laughs> is calling out Kanye West. Oh. Thank God, honestly. Someone had to. Someone needs to put Kanye in his place. He's just acting up. And, I mean, I didn't know that they had beef earlier this year. Did you? I didn't know that. I just feel I like even most know. people have beef these days. <laughs> so, like, sure. Okay. Well, so they had beef. Okay. Um, And I guess in... So there's, I don't know what this magazine is. Wait, sorry, is. we were to side. Whenever people, like, whenever people say that, like, isn't beef? there a part of you that's like, so tell your girlfriend if she says she's got beef, that I'm, I'm a vegetarian, vegetarian and I'm fucking scared of him. him. She, she wants to kiss me more. Sorry, go on. Um, so <laughs> Kid Cudi spoke for a magazine that's coming out in September. Esquire, never heard of it. Um, it's Esquire, gonna. You've never heard of Esquire? No, should I? Peter, help. You know it? What is it about? No, I'm just saying help that you haven't heard of it. I know. What is it about, though? Is it like... It's just like a lifestyle. Cosmo? Kind of. Forbes? I've definitely seen it before. I just haven't read it. <laughs> okay, when was the last time anyone has read a magazine? Any hoozles. Well, apparently you, if you're referencing get, it right now. <laughs> don't get started with the any hoozles. I can't do it today. <laughs> any <laughs> It's going to take a mother effing miracle for me and that man to be friends again. I don't see it happening. He's going to have to become a monk. Um, Who said that? Kid Cuddy. He said about that Kanye is going to have to be a monk for them to be friends again. Yeah. I don't know. But um, he basically said, so... The rapper's feud reignited earlier this year after Kanye took to Instagram to air his grievances with Pete Davidson. Um, and honestly, like, I think he, what Kate Cuddy said, I'm not one of your kids. I'm not Kim. It don't matter if I'm friends with Pete or not. None of this shit had anything to do with me. Um, if you can't be a grown man and deal with the fact that you lost your woman, that's not my effing problem. You need to own up to your shit like every man in this life has. Um, do you know how it feels to wake up one day, look at your social media and you're trending because somebody's talk. <laughs> that was the most like Boston thing you could have ever done. <laughs> like, did you just forget we were recording a podcast? <laughs> I literally just thought we were hanging out for like, well, continue swirling. Do you get all your shakes in? No, I'm done shaking. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, keep going. I think I'm confused, but keep going. 
He said, do you know how it feels to wake up one day, look at your social media and you're trending because somebody's talking shit about you. And then you got this person's troll sending you messages on Instagram and Twitter, all in your comments. That shit pissed me off. Then he had the power to F with me that week that he used his power to F with me. That pissed me off. You effing with my mental health now, bro. Um, Wait, so Kanye was talking shit about Pete Davidson, but somehow that affected uh, Kid Cudi? I guess what I don't get. Like, or was he talking shit about both of them? It's a, it's a good question. He's, the, the E! News says, The rapper's feud began long before Pete and Kim began, date, okay. began dating. Okay. They became music collaborators after Cuddy signed onto Con- Kanye's good record label in 2008. Okay. Cuddy left good in 2013, and three years later, he took to Twitter to slam both Kanye and Drake for allegedly using ghostwriters for their tracks. Ooh. Um, Wait, doesn't like everyone do that though? <laughs> exactly. It's I like don't know. ghostwriters for books, ghostwriters for music, whatever. Um, I guess Drake and Kanye fired back at Cuddy on stage with Kanye telling his crowd he felt so disrespected. So that was the root of it. Um, I guess just like Cuddy is back. Yeah, he said, I have zero tolerance for the wrong energies. I've watched so many people throughout the years that are close to Kanye be burned by him doing some fucked up shit, and then they turn around and forgive him, and there's no repercussions. You're back cool with this man. He does it over and over. So I think he's kind of just, like, had enough with Kanye's shit. He just thinks he's, like, toxic, basically. Which, is he not? Yeah, he kind of is. He very much is. Um, So I'm Team Kid Cudi. Cutter is back. I am. Yeah. And Kanye needs to, you know, take a seat back. And I think he made a good point. Like, accept that, like, you lost your woman. You're probably never going to get her back. Yeah. And you're just the baby daddy now. Yeah. Baby daddy. Everyone's losing their mind, though. Um, Everyone meaning celebrities, not us, because we have our shit together. Um, But Cardi B is washing her hair with onions. No. Mm-hmm. No. Onions. Red Why? or white? I'm not sure. Let me see. <laughs> I that was not my first question. <laughs> oh. Red or white, I'm not sure. I'm like, oh thank you. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna add it to my grocery list, but um Why? is there like a reason or is she just like doing it? So basically she said onions are helping her restore her hair back to health. Um she started six years ago when she started her healthy hair growth journey. Um, by boiling onions and then you, okay. And then using the water to wash her hair. So not like rubbing onions on her, but like boiling that's the onions. Just as, that's like some Shrek vibes. Yeah. Wait, that's supposed to grow your hair. Let's see. People hop claims. on these weird trends. Remember when like the rice water thing was a thing for like a hot second last year, everyone was like, oh, you boil rice and then use the water to rice like, water, wash yeah. your hair. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is like the miracle thing you, you do. And like, it makes your hair grow. I'm like. I haven't heard about it for like a year, so I kind of feel like it probably doesn't actually work. <laughs> I um, don't know. I'll like, try anything once. Like, I've definitely never try- tried the rice water. I don't know if I... T- Cardi claims that it's odorless. I have a really hard time believing there's that. There's no way it's odorless. Yeah. No way. Um, she, It basically says, although one would expect for the onions to smell, Cardi pointed out that her homemade treatment is odorless. Adding that it's been giving a shine to my hair. And I will say she does have hair like down to her butt. So like she she's doing something right. Yeah. I don't really know if onions are. Do you think that it's extensions though? I feel like I feel like Let's most see. of the time when your hair is like literally down to your butt, it's extensions. But maybe that's just because my hair doesn't grow that long. <laughs> I have no idea. 
Uh, onion juice may be effective for hair loss. Oh, that's interesting. <gasps> and could Actually, prevent. I have met random girls that can grow their hair very, like almost like insanely long. I like used to have to hair. Hips. Wait, you did. I used you to, did. yeah. It was gross. You did. It no, I not, liked it. I thought it was cute. I like long hair, but like, I don't like when people have hair like. Down to their butt. Down to their butt. Maybe like belly button is where I cut it off. Yeah. No, I. Literally. I <laughs> think that like, mine does, mine gets pretty long, but it won't go like down to my hips, you know? But yeah. that's why I've always like, when I see girls who have that, I'm like, ooh, like that's cool. Yeah. But again, I feel like that's like a bit much too at the same time. I don't know. It does say onion juice could also prevent premature graying and treat dandruff. Well, I'm already too far gone. So. Oh. <laughs> you do not have gray hair. Oh, my God. Literally take a look at my scalp and tell me if I don't have gray hair. Like, not, like, actually, though. Like, I have a couple strands. We all have a couple. Um, I'll show you my hair after this. Like, if you actually look at it, there's a lot. <laughs> It's shocking. Well, you're doing a good job of masking Thank it. Thank you. Um, okay, so like I said, all the celebrities are losing their mind. Doja Cat, okay. did you see her? She shaved her head, right? Yeah. She pulled like a Britney. Not really. That was mean. Sorry, Britney. Um, she just shaved her head because she was fed up with hair. She's just like over it. Yeah. But she did her eyebrows too, right? Yes. I don't get that. Did you, okay, you have to, guys, look it up. Like, Doja Cat's eyebrows, the way she pencils them on are honestly terrifying. It would be fine. Okay, I don't understand why she had to do the eyebrows, too. But, like, if you're going to shave your eyebrows off, like, you don't, like, just leave them. Like, the way she penciled them oh, yeah. is terrifying. It's like, the, it's like, it's like um, early 2000 yes. vibe. Like, super thin and super dark, not flattering. But her, her... Bald head doesn't look that bad. Like, it yeah. really doesn't. Yeah, she has, she has a good-shaped head. She does. You know, I always think of this. Like, if I were to shave all my hair off, like, we don't know what our head shape is. Like, I know. What if my head shape is, like, weird, like kind of, like, messed up? And you don't know until it happens, you know? Ugh. Not that I I think that I'll, like, I'll be doing that anytime soon. But, like, even for guys, like, when guys go bald, mm-hmm. it must be, like, traumatizing <laughs> i'm like joking losing like or like shaving your hair off must be scary but i'm sure there's a part of them that's like what if like my hair, head is like weirdly shaped mm. you know and it's not yeah. like you can do like the helmet thing because we're too old for i that. was just gonna say my baby's definitely getting a helmet like regardless you're gonna give them a helmet the helmets are cute i like I the helmets they're so cute and the little babies i know roll roly poly with the helmet <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, love to hate it. Um, but they'll be they'll be getting a helmet. Um, I don't wanna know what my head looks like. I hope I never have to, but I'm just I'm worried for Doja. Part of me though thinks that like with being a celebrity, like style and fashion and the things you do have less to do with like looking good and more to do with like getting talked about and making a statement like everyone's talking about her right now like who knows maybe she has an album that's coming out soon like i just feel like mm. it's all marketing and it's all publicity and i think it's like kind of genius in a in a way because everyone's like oh my gosh like why did she do that like what happened because yep the whole like oh like hair is just too high maintenance like eyebrows aren't that high maintenance part of me is like why did she do it but then like well everyone's talking about it so like maybe she has something coming up like you never know okay like the statements they make i feel like aren't always about like look like trying to be like oh i'm looking a certain way aesthetically it's more like wanting to get people making a statement i could Mm -hmm. be wrong but i'm gonna keep an eye on doja 
Doja. <clears throat> Drake got a tattoo for his mom on his face. Okay, so my thoughts. I feel like if you're going to get a tattoo for your mom, great, cool, love it. On your face, though, I feel like that's, like, the one place where, like, your mom probably would like for you to refrain from doing. I'm going to look it up. He just got her initials. So it's SG, Sandra Graham. And it's, like, right below his eye. Could be worse. It's not, like, an, like, it's, like, a nice font. Okay. So it's small. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but it's like right below his eye. Yeah. I mean, at least it's his mom. Like, at least it's not like getting some random chick, like, like a la Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> the Pete. Imagine, like, okay, I want to get to a point where people walk into to a tattoo parlor and they're like, I'll have a um, Pete Davidson, like, on the rocks, please. Or, like, I'll have a Pete Davidson straight up. Or I'll have, like, a number four, aka a Pete Davidson. Are you, um, are you like a what's it like a spontaneous tattoo person? Are you thought yeah thoughtful? Uh, I make a mixture. A mixture. Like I always like I would never get a tattoo that I didn't like think about for a very long time that I knew I wanted. But when you get it, is but spontaneous. like when I get it is spontaneous. Like I'll have something in mind for like y- like months, months or sometimes years. even years. Like where I'm like I think I'd get this. I think I'd get this. And then if in the heat of the moment I'm like on vacation or like doing something fun and everyone's like let's get, get tattoos. Like I'll go and I'll do it and I'll get what I wanted. Like okay. I've never been someone like I have friends who are like they have one tattoo artist they go to for every tattoo. It's planned out in advance. Right. They like exchange emails back and forth about what's gonna look like. Like that is never gonna be me. Like it's spur of the moment. However, I'm also not getting like intricate sleeves. Like I'll get like, yeah. like writing or something right. like that's text, like, easy not to like do. Yeah. Art per se. Yeah. Like a drawing. Well, I'm still waiting for us to get matching drinks after work tattoos. I'll do that. I think like a cutie little D A W somewhere. Yeah, should we do like the inside of the lip? I was thinking that, or like the. Oh, I was just gonna say tongue, and I. Uh, ow, ow. Okay, absolutely no. not. Is that no. a thing? Tongue tattoo? Should tattoos? we get a face tap or neck tap? That's cool. Like what? <laughs> That's cool. A-W. Right over the right over the the windpipe. Or what's the movie with the no regrets? No regrets. No regrets. Yeah, right there. That's cool with like the skull under like. Right here. Oh, our skull, our hand skull, our hand skull, skull hand. I'm. Or let's just get the logo, guys. Do you think we should put a photo of us on our thingy, my Bobby? The answer is yes. I think we've been like talking about it, and we should just do it because people are like, "Who are they?" You know, who who who's that girl? That girl. It's Jess. It's Jessica. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, Jessica. Um, well, I was laying in bed last night, just speaking of my face. Oh. And I had tried, you know, Paula's Choice, obviously. Yeah, the BHA, BHA. Yes. So I bought both, okay? And I tried the, um. What what's the one that's the, like, when you wash off? I think it's the AHA. Mm. I don't know if I washed either of them off, so now <gasps> I'm scared. Oh, my God. You're only supposed to leave one on for 10 minutes. The other one you don't rinse off. Shit. <laughs> the well you're still choice. here i'm still i've lived to see another day yeah wait i thought you just put it on and it's like a i thought it's supposed to be like a um like a oh, chemical yes. exfoliant yes well so there's a difference between aha versus bha um 
Let me see. And whatever, whichever one is the one you wash off after 10 minutes, great. Loved it. Um, but the other one, oh, okay. So they both exfoliate the skin, but AHI seems to be more effective for treating issues with skin pigmentation. Okay, whatever. Um, but I had was I put on the one that you leave on like okay. and you don't rinse off and yeah. I was laying in bed and I was like ew my skin feels like greasy like this isn't like absorbing really at all into my skin and I don't like how this feels like I know I'm supposed to leave it on maybe if I had done it during the day like put moisturizer on makeup on over it. I don't know if you're allowed to do that maybe it would have been mm. different but like I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep and I couldn't and I literally had to get up go to the bathroom and wash it off and i was like i am never going to be that girl that like can like you have like all these like ointments whatever that you put on like retinoids and stuff michael calls them potions potions that's a great word for them because they they work magic and then it shows like your skin is phenomenal but like i will never be that girl that like has like a skin routine like i just wash my face put moisturizer sunscreen on and then my makeup, like I'm not doing the, what is it like preventative? Like what is even a retinoid? I don't even know. It's supposed to like turn over like skin cells so like you don't get wrinkles basically. Okay. Okay. Well, so it sounds great. It sounds like something that I want in my life, but like okay. I can't leave products on my face because I'm weird about texture. Yes. And that's, <laughs> it all comes back to that. No, it all Cause comes I'm like, back to like never that. once in my life do I feel like I've ever laid there and been like the way that this feels I have to like get up in the middle of the night and wash it off. I think it's a form of like, like a, not a form, but like a symptom of either like ADHD or like something, something neurological. Like there's something wrong with me, but we knew that, but like, it's fine. Yeah. But so I think TikTok is like listening to me or like looking at like my Google searches because I'm shit you not like I was scrolling and I saw this TikTok and I don't know if I'm really late to this game, but have you ever heard of skin cycling? I've heard the concept, but I've never like looked into it. Looked or into done it. it. Yeah. Okay. So there's this girl, woman, doctor, Dr. Whitney. Who's that girl? It's Jess. No, it's, it's Whitney. It's Whitney Bow. <laughs> She's a board certified dermatologist based in New York City. And I guess she invented this like four day regimen that's like a four night skin cycling. So basically, the idea is, you know, if you want to start on Sunday, Sunday, you exfoliate. Monday, you do retinoid. And then Tuesday, recovery night. Wednesday, recovery night. And then repeat. Oh, well, yeah. I do that anyways. I didn't know it was called that, though. You have two recovery nights, though? Like, you, like, give your face a break? Okay. So, like, I don't even have a retinoid. So, this is all new to me. But she basically said, like, you know, you allegedly get the most out of the active ingredients in your skincare products if you build in recovery nights and i'm like this is so overwhelming i feel like this market is so oversaturated but she made it in a way that it's it's simple and it's something that i could follow like yeah there's seven there's seven days in a week but you're only really doing two what like three three or four i don't know math four nights of products right yeah like it's almost like um i feel like more feasible because i think we also watch all those youtube girls mm-hmm. who like you watch their vlogs and every morning they're like now i'm doing this and now i'm doing that and now i'm putting on like the serum and then that serum and now i'm doing this for like and it's it can be overwhelming because you're it like is. shit like i 
how don't there's not enough hours in the day for herself also we need to i know we say this all the time on this podcast but another friendly reminder because i feel like it's been a little while since we've done one of these these people that do this shit like when you go on tiktok and you see a girl that's like spending like she's like all right my nighttime routine and it's her like with a 15 step process before bed and then in the morning 15 more steps for her skincare like don't see that and feel like bad about yourself because these people like they're probably not working a regular nine to five the way the rest of us are like we don't have time or energy like when i get home from work and it's 8 p.m like i'm not like putting on like 15 different products on my face you know what i mean like it's not feasible so like find what works for you and find something sustainable like i have a lot of shit like a lot of products but like I'll go like four days without using anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I just get tired. So I feel like that's so. what you're saying is normal, I guess. I feel like you also don't need that many products. No. Like it's fine to own that many products, but like your skin doesn't need like a 12-step routine. I feel like less is more. Yes. I noticed that, you know, I struggled with acne. I still struggle with acne, but like my skin has come like within the last year a very long way. Yes. And it's when I realized that like, the less products I use, the better. And like, I was definitely using products. Like, first of all, like learn what kind of skin type you have. I feel like I thought that I had oily skin. So I was using really, really drying products, yeah. like like face washes that were really, really drying on purpose. And it ended up making things worse because I was over drying my skin. And then obviously, you know, like your creating skin- more oil. Exactly. Yeah. And then once I stopped using drying cleansers and I now I just use CeraVe, like I don't have oily skin. Like I don't think I ever had oily skin, but I thought I did. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. I think that it's also, I know we, we've been talking so much about food lately, but it really is like what you put into your body too is what I've realized. Like whatever you put on your skin is great. And I almost feel like it's more so just like fun and there are some things I genuinely think work. Like I really do notice yeah. a difference, but you don't need a 15 step routine. I think like if you're using a retinol or a retinoid and like you're doing it for like wrinkles or preventatively, I would do that first. And then the next night I would do a exfoliant to like basically, cause what you, if you think about it, a retinol, what it's doing is it's turning over skin cells so that you don't get wrinkles, but then all that like dead skin is on your face. So then the next day you want to use an exfoliant to literally like take, like wash all that dead skin away. And then the day after that, you just want to do a moisturizer and like give your skin a break and not do anything. Yeah. I think like that makes sense. Like you don't need to do a billion like serums. If you want to add in serums and shit, you can, but like you don't have to, you know? And I I do think there is such a thing as like overdoing it and like freaking your skin out. And like that can lead to like more issues. You have to be kind of careful too. Like if you're, if you're young, like if you're like 18, 19 years old and you're like putting all these like, different chemicals and shit on your face, like you can cause like permanent damage like you really should like to the barrier like, don't like watch some random girl on youtube and be like oh my god i'm gonna do everything she does like who knows like maybe her dermatologist like created that like a skincare plan for her and like maybe you need to start off slow and just start off with like a moisturizer and a cleanser and then like work things into it over years and years you know what i mean yeah like we're not 50 years old we don't need to be using like a ton of shit every single day no but I do, I do like this Dr. Whitney girl. She, she's on Instagram. It's just Dr. Whitney Bow, B O W E. She's creating um, like a night routine for people that have like sensitive skin or uh, what is it, rosacea. And then she's also creating a routine for people like yourself, where you know they're more seasoned 
um, retinol users and they need like a higher impact routine. So if you guys want, check her out. I just thought it was creepy because I was really trying to be an exfoliant girl last night and it just like, mm-mm wash it off but i did buy the travel size so i'm glad i did because i probably will just start out yeah you can return it too yeah it's too much work true i know i'm talking <laughs> yeah you don't return me, i've like never returned anything yeah um and also like one thing i swear by products are great and they can make a little difference but if you really want to see results you have to use a laser <laughs> you have to go under the knife just just saying I know. What do you, what did you, you told me to the do IPL something. The IPL facial. Yeah, IPL. IPL. Do you know what it stands for? Intense pulsated light. Oh, wow. And they. I was just about to Google it. Look at you. Those are like, honestly, the number one difference, I think, is that. Like, it's literally a laser and it'll target every issue. Where do you recommend people go for that? I go to like uh, skin health centers on Newbury Street, but like any Medi Spa does it. Medi spa? Like a medical spa. Oh, yeah. medical spa. Like okay. places that like, they do facials, they do Botox, they do yeah. fillers, like all, like that type of place, Medi spa, they'll do it. But like, is there something that you should look out for? Cause I'm so paranoid. Like I don't want to go unless someone I know like you has gone because yeah. if like, that's my face. I know, but I'm like, I was, you were like, you don't, yeah, I'm you'll an, try anywhere. I'm an idiot. Like I literally, when I first started getting IPLs done, I was, again, I was like 23 and I hated, I had like hyperpigmentation and felt like my skin always looked uneven and like blotchy and shit. And I didn't really give a shit where I went. I went on Groupon and literally That's typed terrifying. in IPL. I found one, they're like usually four to five, like three to $400 per session. Oh I found God. one that was like a hundred bucks, like per session on Groupon and like drove to like, somewhere in like western mass to get it done and the woman was amazing and like okay. literally like cured my skin so i don't know but that's just me i don't recommend doing that <laughs> read the reviews i guess so but yeah skin don't. health centers on newbury street like it's very clean sterile like the woman's been doing it for like years and years and she's okay. so sweet like i love her so and she also does microneedling um but speaking of health and wellness i've been thinking of something doing mm. something lately i've never done this before i'm thinking of doing a sober september sober hmm. that's not good for the brand i know but but like i just wasn't i've been thinking about lately and i think i like need my body needs like a reset mm -hmm. and it's not like i drink heavily often but like this summer has been like one of the most fun summers ever and there's been so much going on and I've loved every second of it but I was thinking about it and like every weekend when you have plans and it's like there's a wedding this weekend and the next weekend we're going away to like this place and then we're all, like a big group of us are doing that there's always like drinking involved and it might not even be a lot of drinking but yeah. like even having like two glasses of wine here a glass of wine there like a glass of champagne like you're not drinking enough to get drunk but that alcohol is still in your system and I do think like over time it's affecting you thousand percent and i'm just like i think my body just needs like a break and i've never in my life taken a month off like intentionally of drinking like i'm sure i've taken like a week or two here or there of not drinking just because i right. didn't do anything but i've never taken like a full month where i'm like i'm not going to drink and hmm. i think i just like kind of want to do it and i don't like i'm just curious to know how i'll feel like intentionally like not having even like a glass of wine at dinner or something i think it's one of those things where you know i think people like us like we're at a stage in our life where like we really don't like there was a time when we would go to the club for fun 
Like for no occasion. Like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night. Yeah. Like it wasn't anyone's birthday. We weren't celebrating. We would just go to the club and we would drink. And, you know, we don't really do that anymore. Um, the only time we're going to the club is if we're in Miami or if we're celebrating something, which even then it still doesn't happen often. Yeah. I mean, we but, went, I went last week, but yeah. <laughs> where? With work. But like, yeah. But that was de- for the, like for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. But it's it's such a social thing. I would love to know if you were to do it, how much money you would save. Yeah. After four weekends of not drinking. So here's what you just said is so interesting. The social part. Like, I honestly think I'm a social drinker. Mm-hmm. Like, given the opportunity, when Michael and I were in Miami, like, I wasn't, like, at any point being like, oh, like, I really want to drink right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not someone who, like, I have friends and I have, like, coworkers and like stuff who are like wow like i can't wait to have a drink and trust me there are some weeks where i'm like i need a freaking drink but on like the regular night like michael and i always talk about this we're not a couple who gets home from work and is like (laughs) pours ourselves a glass of wine with dinner we've never been that couple like we're just probably not the best it is but like i always feel like it's very like i know a a lot of my friends like they go home from work and they pour themselves a glass of red wine it relaxes them and like that's fine right because like having a glass of red wine is like not bad but i don't do that like i've never been that person so when i am drinking it's in a social setting and it's like a social thing and i think a lot of it stems from like i'm out with a group of people or i'm out at like a work happy hour or an event and you almost feel this weird pressure of like I should be drinking. Like right. I should have a drink in my hand because like that's socially acceptable. And I was thinking about it, I was like, that's a little messed up. Like that's weird. Cause it's not even like it I'm is. trying to like have a crazy night or something. It's literally just the fact of like, oh, this is socially acceptable. Like people expect me to get a glass of champagne. Like people expect me to have a vodka soda in my hand. So I'm gonna get one because that's what people expect. And if you don't, but that's weird. You get it's literally weird my looks. body, and then like I feel like shit all the time. So I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, you're weird. I'm not saying like I don't want to drink ever again. I just think like I kind of want to get away from like the narrative of like doing it because you care what people think. Like it's I shouldn't have to do something because people expect me to have a drink. Like that's like a weird mindset to have. And I think that's why like I respect what you is like if you're not wanting to drink like you just won't do it you're like yeah oh i like no i'm not i'm not having a drink but like for me i'm like all right i'll just get a drink and then sometimes i won't even drink it i just get it just to like i'm the show same people way. that i have it but i'm like what why do i care no like i am the biggest imposter like i will post on our story like me drinking like even if it's at home and then i'll take like one step because there are days when i do get home from work and i'm like oh my god i've had such a long day I need a drink. Yeah. I'll make a drink. I'll and literally have all of us. two sips and I will, and then it'll <laughs> just sit and melt. And Mr. Man's like, are you going to drink that? And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And then I'll go shower and then forget about it. And then he's dumping it in the sink. <laughs> and I'm like, oops. It's also just like listening to like, just the same thing with like, um, like mindful, like eating and like listening to like your body's like cues. Like if you, if it's a Friday and you're like, damn, I need a drink. Like fine. Like have a drink then. Like yeah. have one. And like, if it makes you feel more relaxed, like whatever. But I, I think it's like the social pressure aspect of it where it's like, if you don't want to, you shouldn't have to. And like, the other thing that bothers me is like people, like when people ask you, are you not drinking? Like, is something wrong? Like, why aren't you drinking? Like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird that like, and I'm not accusing anyone. Like, I do that too. Like, if one of my friends like wasn't drinking, I'd be like, oh, like, are you not drinking? And like, I shouldn't even ask someone that. I should just be like, oh, cool. They're hanging out. Right. But I almost feel like it's part of our culture. We just like, 
are so used to it that we're just like almost like it's it's weird if someone's not drinking and we're at like a work event or a happy hour or like something like big and fun that everyone's like drinking and like one person isn't people like question them right it's honestly a money scam maybe we should change our name to coffee after work because (laughs) all we do is we're fake and here we are with coffee i know and all we do is just drink like massive amounts of caffeine Uh which we're also addicted to correct i don't know if i could ever kick that i've been talking to people lately that are like i'm trying to get off the coffee (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that's my journey i know it's an addiction because i get headaches but i don't have it is it it caffeine withdrawal or coffee withdrawal because you you know matcha has some caffeine like could you give up coffee just not like caffeine i think it's coffee i love coffee like i've tried i've gotten um i actually went like a month where i was like would only give myself one coffee a day and then like I'd have one or two matchas and I felt fine. Mm-hmm. I just like, I think I like the taste of coffee. So maybe I should have Depends on the day for me. <laughs> but I do get headaches, like really bad headaches and it's caffeine. Like it's literally like No, I know. Caffeine is It is a, a withdrawal. I feel the same way. I literally cannot talk to you unless I've had my coffee in the morning. There's someone I work with that told me recently because um, he, he and I would always... Um, make coffee at the same time like cute by like the coffee area and we'd always like chat while we were like making coffee at like 10 a.m and then again at like noon and then he kind of stopped coming around and i was kind of sad because like i miss my friend and then (laughs) he came up to me and he was like shannon i've given up caffeine and he was like telling me all about it and he was like i went through like a pretty serious like kind of withdrawal and oh. I've never tried doing it, but I'm like, good for you. I don't even know how I'd wake up in the morning without coffee. I did it one time in college for a summer when I was lifeguarding and I started getting ocular migraines and I didn't what? know why. And it was, <gasps> I'm pretty sure because the caffeine withdrawal. That's because scary. when you take, when you have a migraine and you take a Excedrin, it's the, caffeine. It's caffeine. Yeah. That's the only difference between Advil. Know, like, and, ad, yeah, exactly. It's like Advil and caffeine basically. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I that's like kind of scary. I, don't, I know. I don't like that. In like ten years, some like crazy stats gonna come out about coffee's killing us all, and I just like don't <laughs> want that to happen. You know what I mean? Like you know, like all the shit that we do today. In uh-huh. ten years, there's gonna be some study. It's like when cigarettes like weren't bad. Yeah, back in the day, or like when cigarettes were bad and no one was smoking them, and all of a sudden everyone was like, "Oh my god, e-cigarettes are like healthy cigarettes," and now those are killing everyone. Like everything's killing us all the time, I know. and. On that note, that's all we had for you guys to say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. don't drink coffee. Don't drink alcohol. Don't Everything do okay. So basically just lock yourself in your uh, room. Um, allow yourself a little bit of air and some water and you'll be golden. Not even water. Mm-hmm. I don't drink enough water. It's true. But Same. it's okay. The New Year's coming. I'll put it on my list. But thank you guys so much for I'll listening. I'll put it on my list. As if anything on our <laughs> list from last year worked. Right now. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, if you guys like what you heard, give us either a one star or a five star rating okay. on Apple. Subscribe. Uh, turn on post notifications. Uh, I sound like a broken record. But join our private Facebook group girls in the boston area only you need to answer the questions and have a profile picture you won't get accepted um we have a lot of pending requests because people can't follow directions but that's neither here nor there that was like a teacher voice i know you because i'm like i want to accept you but like you didn't listen to my instructions so yeah totally i like how you said one star or five star like i'd rather one one or five i'd rather someone gave me one star than four 
Correct. Like if I can't be the best, I want to be the worst. Exactly. I want to be the best at being the worst. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like the most hated podcast or the most loved. <laughs> it's like I don't want anything in between. But thank you guys so much for listening. Tell your friends about us. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your uh, actually don't tell your parents about us. Yeah, but don't. tell everyone else. We love you so much. We'll see you next week, buddies. Bye guys. Toodles. <laughs>